FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. This is looking ahead to Orlando 1 and uh, looking back on Indy 3 and all that happened on Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thanks for playing. Thank you to Yamaha. Blue Crew allows us to give away uh, four bikes, uh, including that TTR. So thank you to Yamaha for coming on board this and supporting the game in a big way. Hope everybody's doing as well as they want to in this uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy year. I, however, am not. I, I did refund those $5 for the expert picks to uh, a whole lot of people. So if you didn't see it today, you uh, you didn't make the uh, the first 40 or whatever it was. So thanks for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. Really appreciate it. Pro Taper, they've been the leader in motocross control components since 1991 when it created the first oversized handlebar design. Today, they continue the 30-year legacy of innovation through products like the Microbar and the all-new self-engaged launch assist system, the Sella system, the first start device you can easily set by yourself. Chaparral Honda is debuting this weekend in Orlando 2. They use Pro Taper, Star Racing Yamaha Pro Taper, Rockstar Husky Pro Taper, ProTaper.com for more information on that. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Their 2021 line is deeper than ever before. All-new light pant. They got the Formula CC helmet. They got the Zone Pro goggles, flyracing.com, Osborne, uh, Brayton, Savachi, Bogle, flyracing.com. You know the name. You know those guys. Inner West Hemp as well. Pulp 25 to save at innerwesthemp.com. Social media at innerwesthemp. I've used CBD products uh, a time or two before, and uh, it's worked really well in, in some cases. So please check that out. Uh, if you're looking to boost the mid-moto focus, recovery from the training aches and pains, or a good night's sleep before race day, Inner West Hemp has you covered. Uh, all the products are third-party tested for quality and content, so you know exactly what you're buying. Thank you to Inner West Hemp for coming on board. Pulp, 20, Pulp 21 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories at 100%.com. The official eyewear of Pulp Mex Fantasy. We give away goggles every single week to uh, uh, some winners here on Pulp Mex Fantasy. But guys like Cooper Webb, Marvin Muskan, Jet Lawrence, Dylan Ferrandez, the Star Racing Team, and more use 100%. And the best part of the whole deal is Pulp 21 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories at 100%. So, and we'll also have the 100% lead pipe locks coming up very shortly. Thank you as well to Motorsport.com, OEM, and Aftermarket Parts that got you covered. Motorsport.com. Use the banner on PulpMX.com or PulpMXShow.com to save at Motorsport. Great customer service. Free shipping over uh, 79 bucks or something. Uh, they got a whole PulpMX Show section there on their website to save. Uh, as I said, uh, really easy to order from these guys, and they got great prices, great specials, blowouts, and everything else. Motorsport.com. Go to there. Check it out. So, All right. I think I have... Uh, Paul and JT and Dan all ready to go for this uh, recap of Houston 3, sorry, Indy 3. And look ahead to Orlando 1. And uh, don't forget, the next week, the West Coast starts Orlando 2. So that's going to throw more exciting wrenches into Pulp Mex Fantasy Game. So thanks again for playing. Thanks to our sponsors. Here we go. All right, everybody, Pulp Mex Fantasy podcast. Uh, I've got the three experts and myself on the line to uh, to look back at Indy 3 and look ahead to Orlando. First up, uh, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? I'm good. Um, is it? I don't even know what day. Wednesday. It's we're, Wednesday. We're in Orlando. We're, yeah. You finished so, um, one point back of JT for Indy three. I did. Yep. 
I did? Oh, well, that's good. JT's been setting the bar, so if I can stay in the neighborhood, I guess I did okay. I, I honestly don't even remember what happened last weekend, so we'll figure <laughs> that out here in a bit. Uh, also on the line from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. Paul, I know you didn't have Oldenburg last week. I know that. Oh, boy. I do know. Oh, God. oh you're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I, how many texts did I send about that? Uh, six, I don't know. At least, six, at least 100. Yeah, at least 100 <laughs> at least texts 100. about Oldenburg. Yeah. Uh, I, I was really trying to drive game. that point home. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were very angry. Also on the line from Fly Racing, again, the 2021 line uh, includes a Zone Pro goggle, which uh, Justin Brayton and Mitchell Oldenburg wear. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. Just, uh, man, looking over the week that was and the week that will be. Uh, all right. Okay. So, uh, Indy 3, uh, JT, you win 268. Paul, 267. Marks, 254. Genius or lucky. Uh, 247 for myself. 236 for Dan. Uh, so, that was, uh, that was the results of all of us. And, JT, uh, where's your, what's your ranking right now in uh, Industry Idiots? Uh, fourth, fourth or fifth. Okay, so you lost a couple of spots, right? Yeah, fourth, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's super, super close right, right now. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's Gavin panic, Faith. But, yeah, Gavin Faith is leading. Yeah. Wow. Arena Cross champion Gavin Faith. Good job for that. You know the the funny thing is I'm I'm fourth in the industry idiots, but I'm fifth overall in the entire game. So that shows you the level of competition in idiots. In yeah. The idiots. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um. All right, let's get into this. So, uh, look ahead to Orlando, uh, Orlando one, Orlando two. Like I said off the top, it's uh, it's a West Coast round, so that'll be interesting. A, a bunch of new guys. High score was three thirty two at Indianapolis three. Twenty three percent of you picked a two fifty first to the finish line. Twenty six percent of you got it right. I had Colt Nichols, and uh, that was looking really really good until he made a rare mistake for Colt Nichols. So, uh, but Craig got it. Four fifties. Nineteen percent of you picked a first to the finish line guy. 34% of you got it right. It was Ken Roxon. So uh, there were some points there with Craig and Roxon that a lot of people probably took advantage of. Uh, but not me, of course. Um, all right. And fantasy points. Hunter Sales, 52. Luke Neese, 52. Simonson, 52. Lahovny, 52. Uh, Piazza, 52. They're just – it's raining 52s, Parabinos. It's raining 52s. I don't know what to say, man. Like, we got – we're setting – all these riders are getting their career best ever finishes. Like yep. we're just setting the handicaps. No, so hopefully sure. people are taking advantage of it. Uh, Oldenburg, who was a big source of a debate, we had a little scoring error. The AMA uh, fixed some scoring, and Oldenburg. When we did the pod last week, Oldenburg was an all-star, and John Short got his one point. That was the whole debacle of the twenty-three man main event from uh, Indy Two, and it gave John Short the point, and that put him into an all-star position. And so our pod last week, uh, Oldenburg would have been the pick uh, as a non All Star, but we uh, we didn't um, we didn't I know have that. A rant about that, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Oldenburg was the next. Uh, oh, sorry, Scott Meshi, forty six points, point two percent pick trend. Oldenburg thirty eight points, uh, Sanford thirty six. Pick trend was uh, Hunter Sales forty two percent, Oldenburg thirty three, Carnell thirty one, Mosman thirty, Schmoda thirty, twenty seven point six for Doe. Uh, definitely the one guy, Craig, uh, or no, sorry, uh, the one guy that really hurt everybody was uh, Harriman, was 10.2%. He went down in practice, and uh, second practice, I think, and never came back out. So that's something where, you know, keep keep watching Twitter, keep watching the uh, practice feed, that kind of stuff. So that, that hurt for a lot Moseman. of you people. Um, Moseman is the one that hurt. Moseman, too. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, 
Moseman, yeah, that's definitely a tough one. He broke his hand after somehow in practice. Yeah, no idea. But he we, uh, made contact with a with just a fellow rider, completely unintentional. Um, they just came together. Now he looked fine, and then all of a sudden his hand was broken. Yeah, yeah, really weird deal. Yeah. So uh, Moseman also uh, was out. So we lost another All Star. Talk about riders getting career points or career best finishes. Uh, myself, I had Simonson. He had he had uh, as I said on the pod last week, he missed the main at Indy two because he had a bike problem. So he wasn't an injury, and uh, so he was uh, uh, a guy that I think I, I might have even picked him for my lead pipe lock. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Simonson was easy for me, 52 points. Good job for that. I didn't have much faith in Sales getting uh, – I Sales' fitness to me a few times I have picked him uh, hasn't hasn't always impressed me, but good job for Sales. I never even looked at him. Piazza, I had him. I had Piazza. I just uh, I chickened out. I he told me about the bike he bought from a mud bog uh, guy. He told me about how it was bone stock. He told me how he's almost two hundred pounds. I knew the track would be tight, hard to get a start on. So I, I got scared. I I, I I chickened out. So I uh, good job for Piazza. I did look at him though, uh, and also I had Oldenburg. That was easy. No no brainer there. Once he became a non all star, I had Shimoda as my all star because he's been coming on and he's a three. So give me that extra room. He maxed out. My last guy was Hunter Slosher. Uh He paid off for me a couple weeks ago, big time. I went back to him. He got, got into the LCQ, which we knew would happen because he's a good starter. And then, I don't know, he crashed somewhere in the main. He was at a 52 and then crashed uh, in the main at some point and uh, 12 points. So that's that's what bit me there. Uh, Paul, who'd you have for 250s? Um, 250 team was uh, honestly pretty darn good. Um, obviously, I was very bitter on Saturday that I couldn't take pick Mitchell Oldenburg and it would have made for really good fantasy pod last week because um, yeah, he was right on my screen and because of the, when we created the handicaps and AMA's changes um, again, we had to make a change after we posted picks. So um, he easily would have been on my team. Um, And then actually I learned something in picking Mitchell Oldenburg that I almost, I want to share just for everybody going forward that never pick a, I, we always say high handicap all stars are great, but I think it's very dumb to pick a high handicap all star if they're close in points in the top eight because you can, again, Mitchell Oldenburg is a perfect example. I took a high handicap at Indy two. Mitchell Oldenburg, he had a bad day. He fell out of top eight and became double eligible, and I couldn't pick him. So I'm for sure going to keep that in mind um, going forward, and I think everybody should. But my 250 team, I ended up going with Hunter Sales. Thankful that I could pick him. He maxed out. That was awesome. A lot of people got had him as well. Um, Devin Simonson, he was on my team all week. He put up 52. I didn't expect 52, but, I mean, that's awesome. So two good picks there. Thomas Doe was uh, my third guy. He was always on my team. He put up 34. So, again, I'm stoked there. Um especially because I couldn't take Oldenburg and my 250 team ended up being okay. The only kind of, the only kind of shit spot, I guess, is I went Jet Lawrence for my all-star. Um, and the last lap he went off the track and lost a couple positions and gave more points to Oldenburg, which 33% of the game had. And I lost points. Um, and only 15% of the game had Jet Lawrence. So I lost three points there and gave points to Mitch Oldenburg. So that was unfortunate, but, um, okay team still and i did not go for ffl which was uh smart i think uh, I, I i did i mean don't you i just feel like you i mean I, i'm going to talk about it again i just think you got to go nichols or craig you have 50 percent chance of getting a ride now mosman's out right like so yeah i don't know I, but I then like, yeah who you know is jet lawrence could whole shot this weekend i guess i don't know I, um all right dan who'd you have 
Well, I had a pretty good team. I had a lot of the same guys you had, Hunter Sales, Devin Simonson, which you guys spoke about, who had a bike issue the week before. Um, and, you know, there was no injury, so that's we all checked up on that. So we were, we were confident that he would be good at 52. I wasn't expecting, but it was great. Where I messed up is I'm trying to make up points, right? Like, I'm swinging for the fences. We'll get into my 450 picks that were terrible. And I had Piazza on my team the whole day. Like, I'm like, oh, he's my guy. Like, I'm going to pick him. You know, he's probably going to get in. He got fifth in the LCQ the week before. And then I didn't pick him, and I went with Oldenburg like everybody else. And, and I'm known to swerve when everyone else is on the train. I just – I thought Oldenburg would do what he did, 38 points. I just didn't think Piazza and these guys were going to get 52 points. So – I had 52, 52, 38, and then I had um, Craig as my all-star, so that was good, 26 there. But like you, Steve, I had Nichols for first to the finish line, and, I mean, we all seen it. He had it. We were all already counting our points, and uh, and he had a big mistake. So that was a bummer. But, yeah, my 250 team was great. Uh, it fell apart in the uh, in the 450-man event, and we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, the, the Piazza thing is one of those things where knowing too much – hurt me in this case because i had interviewed him on the privateer island podcast and like i said he's his bike is bone stock he yeah. doesn't ride it he rides a 450 he doesn't he just grabbed a bike and he said he's 200 pounds and like whatever he just he's sending it right and i'm like oh, okay all right but but he did make a main earlier but still i think i just knew too much about bobby piazza it scared the hell out of me uh, as far as getting a start so uh jt yeah, I mean, we're just oh, yeah. we're just real quick i mean like jt will get into his team and you know, he he probably never even considered, maybe he did, Piazza and these guys, but me and you, Steve, I think we have to consider these guys. We're so far back, right? Like, we have to consider these high handicap guys. Yeah. Where we got to say, like, Doe was a great pick. We knew Doe would be a great pick, but I think Doe hit his ceiling at 34, where somebody like Piazza or, you know, one of these other guys, they're going to be able to get 52. I think that's the biggest right. problem that but, me and you are having. But see, Dan, now for this week, I agree with you, but then I've been trying to take these guys the last few weeks to make up these points, and it's just been blowing up in my face. So, yeah. like, I went safe. Like, I, you know, Slosher to me was pretty safe. Like, uh, you know, he's a, he was a 10. But yeah, but he was fine. I think there was, like, a – that was a freak thing, right? A bike issue or something in the main event, I heard. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of just you getting bad luck. Right. But I, I, I'm just – I'm playing a little bit more safe because the – the blowing up in my face was just blowing up in my face more and more and more. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm uh, done. I'm done playing safe. Yes. I'm over it. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Uh, so I had sales, and and before I get into my team, I mean, I certainly consider guys like Piazza Dan. I just the the risk reward for me not really there. Um, we're talking about guys that are trying to make some of their first main events of their career. I am probably going to be out on that. That was scenario. his, but he made one earlier, so. That was his. He, he made Houston three main event. Right, yeah. and how many has he missed? Several, right. So, to me, you're taking a wild swing, and it, it, it paid off this time. That's awesome for those that that gambled. That's that's great. Um, but to me, you know, you say that Thomas Doe hit his ceiling at 34. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think he could have very easily gotten sixth or seventh in that main event. He didn't. He got ninth, but. To think he couldn't have gotten sixth or seventh, I would I would highly disagree with. Um, and that was really where I came down. Like you didn't have to gamble; you could play it a little bit safer, like Steve's saying, and still get a lot of points. Like Hunter Sales, a lot of people couldn't pick him. I, I understand that, um, but I feel like he would be looked at as a little bit safer, and he got fifty-two. 
Oldenburg, which was, you know, that one everybody pretty much, if you could pick him, did. Um, I had him. I had Thomas Doe. And 34, it's not bad, but I, I thought he would get. Be- I thought he would do better. I really did. I thought he would get, as I mentioned, seventh. That was kind of where I had him circled for. Uh, and then my, my all-star was um, Shimoda with 26, and that was kind of an easy one. Um, he really never had any, any issues throughout the whole main event. So, yes, some of those guys paid off. Um, but to me, the risk-reward of getting 52 versus getting zero while it's the easiest class ever, it's still happening. You know, Nice has missed main events. Uh, obviously, Piazza has. Uh, these guys like Luhovi are battling for the very last spot to get into the entire main event. You know, that's a, that's a lot of risk you're taking on as well. Uh, Shaw and Thurman are a couple of main event guys that missed. 7.7% pick trend on that. So, But, JT, yeah. you, you had said, oh, I might pick Piazza. And I'm like, you're not picking Piazza. No, no, no. You're no, not picking Starling. Piazza. I said Starling. Um, you just, you're in a different spot. Because of how well right. you're doing and, and everything I, I else, not, so, I did not say I might pick Piazza. I said I might pick Starling. Okay, there's no way you're going to do that. There's just no way. Um, Starling? Yeah. No, there's no chance. You're oh, gonna... there was there was definitely a chance I was picking Starling. Oh God, please. What do you mean? Uh, you just weren't at your at your position in your game in where you are with your uh, uh, positioning. You're just you're not going to pick them. I had two 16s on my team at Indy two. What do you mean? Okay, but that those are pretty easy 16s. We, 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 <laughs> you can't pick and choose when I'm picking 16s. Okay, but Starling making a 450 main is quite different from the injury-depleted 250 supercars main. Like, you can't even compare that. Like, it's tough to but make a 450 main. But you were just saying that I wouldn't it. pick Piazza, who was the 16. Yeah, you just yeah, you just wouldn't. There's just no way. I picked Simonson and Schlosser at Indy 2. Okay, like, but I, what, don't, what, I don't know what you mean. Where did they qualify? Schlosser was like ninth. Like of course it's as an easy pick. Simonson's fast. We know that. That's not a, a super reach. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I would disagree. I there, think it's a reach on 16. any sixteen. Not at that point in the series. Not with guys getting qualifying ninth and tenth and eleventh and all that. You're just like, wow, look at this guy. He's a sixteen, and this is how good he's doing. If you are only going on qualifying times out of the B practice when the track's brand new, that's going to burn you very, very often. Well, it, I'm it, just going to warn with, you on that. With all the fifty twos, it's been working great. So, uh, if anybody else wants to chime in on the the qualifying, how that works with the B and C practices <laughs> of that not being realistic, please do because this guy's lost it. Okay, so we haven't seen more fifty twos out of the two fifty class than we've ever seen in four years in Pulp Mex Fantasy because of the injury depleted field. So you, you, there's that's, going there's there's literally five or six sixteens making main events. That's a straw man. That's straw man. No, it's you're not straw man. One thing and making it the other. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying. When you look at a qualifying time. I get time. what you're saying, Steve, in, in your defense. What you're saying is it's easier for JT to take the risk in the 250 class, looking at the heat race lineup, the practice times, than it is to take Justin and Starling, who has a man-to-man event. And, and the, we kind of know who the top 20 are in the 450 class. We're in the 250 class. We know who like the top five are. Taking, and then a, it's chance like, Starling, is, taking a chance on Starling is, is something that, due to JT's success in the game, he's just not going to do. But, but my point, my, my only point was that I was not picking Simonson and Schlosser because they qualified in the top 10. I knew exactly why they qualified in the top 10 because I was watching the practice and I saw the track they were riding. It, it was a completely different track than it was 15 minutes later for the A practice. But you still now, picked 16s. Could, so I did. Yeah. Could they qualify Could they qualify 15th? Sure. That, that's okay. fine. All right. not, okay. All right. I, I was not going because they qualified 8th and ninth. I knew why that happened. Okay. All right. Good. Good talk. Uh 450s fantasy points. Marvin Muskan, 46. He was not a uh, an all-star. It was a pretty easy uh, pick for a lot of people who could pick him. 
uh, and yep. 46% pick trend. Now, he got lucky. He got two spots uh, due to Vince Freeze taking out Barsha. So uh, he got a little lucky with that third, but he'll take it because Marv's had a, a, a poopy year so far for the most part. So 46 points for Marvin Muskan. Seven Deuce Deuce uh, rode right into the main event uh, at a 15 handicap. Good job for him, 36 points. Carlin Gardner, 36 points, and he was somebody I mentioned and I was looking at, and he's been good, man. He's been good this year, so uh, definitely keep an eye open for Carlin Gardner, even though we're thinking we're going to get some guys back in this class. He may be a guy to, that could still get in there. Anderson was back from a finger injury. He was a zero, 34 points for that. Vince Freeze, 34 points. Cade Clayson. 32 points. Got Cade rode really well. Uh, 7% pick trend for Cade only. So, uh, yeah, good job for those people. 32 points for Savachi. 30 points for Tickle. Uh, pick trend. 46% was Marvin Muskan. 33% for JB, Justin Brayton. 32% uh, uh, for Benny Bloss, who crashed out again. Uh, Cooper Webb, all-star, 2. Handicap, 27%. Eli Tomac, 23%. Justin Bogle, 22%. Myself... I went Marvin Muskan because I could. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went uh, Muskan and Osborne. Um, now I went back to Muskan, so uh, that was pretty easy. I did have that. Mar Marty Davalos. Dan, we didn't crash, but Marty Nation, we had a, a bike issue. Lost a lot we of points. Have, we had an issue late, which really benefited some guys. I mean, we can get into it, but all you guys that had Brayton just benefited so good. Oh, so man. Good. Um, I had Brayton, speaking of that. So, yeah, absolutely. He moved right into the double points spot with that. And I had Webb as my all-star, 26 points for that. That was pretty easy. Uh, Paul, who'd you have? Well, I didn't have Muskan. I'm a bit bitter uh, over it, too, because, yeah, just like, man, I, I wish I, you could be on the right side of these coin flips. And I think JT will say, and he'll admit, that he's been lucky to be on the right side of a lot of these. You know, when I picked Marvin, he missed double points. And then he's unavailable for me to pick the weekend he finds his way onto the podium and is the best pick in the game. And 46% of the game have him that weekend. So how am I expected to compete for a weekend, you know, win or something when I, when the best pick is unavailable on your screen, that's just, it's just frustrating. Um, and now he's an all-star. So, you know, there's still that value is kind of gone. It's picks different. And, you know, we'll get into the, what the available picks are later, but I'm a bit bummed. Like I just wish I could be on the right side of these things. And I don't think there's any, right way to plan for it you just gotta hope things go your way right so um my 450 team was okay um i did have brayton uh just because it was the first time he's been available for double points and it wasn't looking good for most of the time so i did get some luck to go my way uh finally on that last lap when those two guys went down but yeah for, it wasn't for, paul for, it wasn't for me for me i had him too and as soon as i saw him crash in the heat i knew he'd have to go the lcq then you know he's got a bad gate pick. The start was super yes. important on the track, and I'm like, okay, we might be screwed here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And he's in 16th for most of the main event, so I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is typical. His, he's he's going to miss. His handicap's going to go up. He's going to be red on my screen the next screen the next weekend, and he's going to crush it, and I'm going to get you know effed again. So, um, And, again, when I did get lucky that those guys went down on the last lap, I didn't get fully lucky because Eli Tomac was my all-star, so I lost points with him. Um, so yeah, I had Brayton, Tomac, uh, I went Bogle, Bogle's finished 16th three times in a row now. And, um, his handicap was a seven. So he just barely slid in there for double points. That's okay. Um, the best pick on my team was, was Vince Fries, um, who was an eight handicap and yes, put a, put up his best finish of the year. So, um, I was stoked to get 34 out of him. Um, 
I was considering going for Carlin Gardner. I thought he was a good pick. He's He's been more reliable than most of the handicaps in his range. Um, but now that value is going away because he's, he's starting to get more reliable to get in the main event. But all in all, a, a decent 450 team. Just, yeah, little little things kind of on the last lap in both classes that cost me a bit. Man, I ah, man, I, I definitely – Gardner's been really well, and I mentioned it, and I just pick – if I had picked Gardner and Piazza, my whole life would be different, and, and I didn't. I No balls. Uh, Dan, go ahead. Yeah, this is where it went bad. This is where it went real bad. So I had Cooper Webb, my all-star. He wrote great. Oh, that's good. That's good, Dan. Good yeah. start. Yeah. yeah, I did great. Yep. Uh, I uh, On the fake start, Cooper went pole shotted the fake practice start. Uh, so I picked him for first to finish line. Uh, he did not get the whole shot. He was like 10th going down the start straight. So, yeah, lost 15 or 7 points there. And then, uh, yeah, it went bad. I had Brock Tickle and Vince Freeze on my team all day. I'm like, oh, Brock and Vince are good, right? I'm like, nah, let's gamble. Let's go with Freddie Norris. Pick Freddie Norris. <laughs> yep, yep. Pick Freddie. Freddie had some decent qualifying times. He rode pretty good in the heat race. He got tenth. He wasn't far off. You know, guys were crashing all over the place. And then in the LCQ, Freddie just rushed it and, and lost the front pretty early. Um, so yeah, I got zero with Freddie. So that was really bad. And then uh, I had Marty. Marty was always on my team. You know, you already discussed that a little bit. Uh, Should have got a lot more points out of Marty, but uh, he had a clutch issue, I think. What was he in? in? Race. What was he? Was he not like eleventh? Uh, I think he was twelfth. Twelfth, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he was twelfth. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was his best ride of the year. Quite a bit of points for us, and and then you know, it's just what Marty does, though. Marty's gonna Marty's gonna crash, unfortunately. And then um, my last pick was Justin Bogle. Like Paul, I thought he was a high handicap. Um, I'm I'm out on Justin Bogle. Um, gonna skip a few weeks on that. Uh, I'm gonna get back to him on Dallas. I'll be back on Bogle around Dallas time. Mm, almost like you might know something, Dan. Almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be back on Bogle around Dallas time. Okay. We're, we're, we're gonna skip a few weeks. Okay. So. All right. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> JT, who'd you have? Uh, so I had marvelous Marvin Muscan. What a just an incredible performance from the Frenchman. Uh, really, really turned up. I think it was just it was just his time. Really came together. Um, no, Stop just it. kidding. I mean, it's super lucky. You pretty much just had to keep picking Marvin, knowing it was going to pay off, and then it got even better with the Tomac Barsha thing. Uh, to Paul's point, he's 100% spot on. It's so much timing, and I've been on both sides. And it's really hard to get back on the right side of it once you start on the wrong side of it. So uh, hopefully I can just kind of keep this thing going. My next pick on the on the scoring chart was Martin Davalos. Uh, spoke with Martin at Starbucks at about 4:45 a.m. on Sunday, and uh, first thing I said to him, uh, "Why'd you have to crash in the last corner?" And then he told me his bike broke. He didn't even didn't even fall over or anything. He just the bike literally wouldn't move. So all those guys went past him. But thankfully, they got my next guy into double points on the last lap, which was Justin Brayton. And uh, I know you guys covered him, but I was kind of the same spot where I was just watching him ride around. He could not catch Vince Freeze. He couldn't really do much of anything. And uh, somehow he squeaks in to get double points on the last lap. My last pick was Tomac. And same as Paul, uh, just, you know, should have been a 26er there. And I think because I think he gets Barsha in the last in the last little bit there. Um, but, yeah, goes down. Can't I don't know what something had to be wrong with his bike because Anderson ended up getting him the last lap as well and uh, end up with an 18. So not a horrible 450, but certainly not the 450 I had drawn up either when I picked my team. 
Dan, Freddie Norn is a bold, bold pick. Yeah, but somebody yeah, had was... to get in, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to make up points, but when you look at it, there was 18. There's 18 of the guys that we, I think we know we're going to get in. And then you have that group of the seven deuce deuce, right? He could easily be seven deuce deuce, right? Like but seven how deuce can you deuce. Freddie, right now. I can't trust him, but I'm swinging for the fences, right? Like, so yeah. I couldn't pick Starling. I would have probably picked Starling if I could have. I'm trying to make up points. And Freddie gets in the main event, he gets a lot of points, I think. That's all. Starling I was mean, everybody yeah. in your okay. In Dan's defense, I, I think his, his pick was well-timed at least, right? And, and same thing with Starling, because now we got four or five new guys coming in the 450 class. Starling ain't making the main this weekend. No. Freddie ain't right. making the main I just, this weekend. I refuse to pick Freddie. I've watched it's him It's so bold. Super nice guy. Nothing <clears throat> to say bad about him, but there's no way in hell I'm putting him on my fantasy team in Super No, Nintendo. and I get it. But for me, like Paul said, I mean, we got Wilson coming back, and we got, you know, McElrath coming back, Sexton coming back. Freddie's not making it. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. it. So if I'm going to try and get 45 or 46 points out of a guy, Freddie was like my swing for the fences where I knew Tickle was going to get 30 points, right? Yeah. So right. I, I'm in the point where if I can win a week of idiots and, and make, you know, 300 bucks for the weekend, then, like, I'm happy, right? You know? So right. I'm just going weekend wins at this point. Yeah, 7-deuce-deuce deuce, uh, qualified 25th and, uh, you know, was uh, was got in, got in the main event kind of easily, you know? He rode well to get in. So Who else? Somebody else could miss it, right? Did Hartraff miss it? or he Hartraff, got mi- yeah, yeah. Hartraff. Hartraff missed yep. it, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, like, there are, like, a few of these guys, and obviously you're not thinking that Brayton's going to – realistically, Brayton should have gotten into that heat and Deuce Deuce go to the LCQ. So, I mean, it's just – it's hard. The 450 class is hard to predict. Uh, There's two spots. No, you're right. Uh, thanks to 100% and Pro Taper uh, Fly Racing, of course, Interwest Hemp and Motorsport guys for coming on board. Uh, you don't even got, need to uh, be really good at fantasy to win something. we got some random prizes for championship uh, players. Uh, let's get into that. Motorsport gift card, Action Sports 119. You get a $25 Motorsport gift card. Thanks to those guys uh, for coming on board. And uh, the R Jerky Fantasy Blanche. Uh, congratulations to Fantasy Blanche. You get an R-Jerky prize pack as well. Thanks to those guys. Use the code PULP25 to save at R-Jerky. And Inner West Hemp prize pack, Borowak716. Uh, thanks for playing, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll be in touch for your email, and you can get the um, the uh, uh, prizes uh, for that. So we'll appreciate that. Uh, we've got 100% lead pipe locks of the week coming up. Uh, again, fantasy, PULP21 at code. Uh, check out the save with those guys. Dirty Al Greens uh, took our locks from last week. JT, you win with 98 uh, points. Uh, your locks were Marvin and he- and Sales, so you were f- not far off a perfect team there for the uh, for fantasy for the uh, lead pipe lock of the weeks. I was second. I had Thomas Doe and Marvin. Paul, you were third. You had Hunter Sales and JB. Uh, Dan, you had Hunter Sales and Starling as your lead pipe lock, so 52 points. JT leads. 466 to my 382 right now in the uh, lead pipe lock standings. So, uh, all right, let's move on to Orlando 1. And we have... I'm, uh, I'm basically, uh, hmm? I'm seeing the seams on the baseball right now is what's happening. You're what? I start, I, I'm seeing the seams on the baseball. Oh, yes, like yes, when it's, right. It's right. coming at me. I'm seeing the seams on it. Uh, so we got McElrath coming back. Sexton, probably not. And Anstey nope, is in. I thought he was. No, I just talked to somebody about it. They said probably not. Oh, okay. So, uh, and mm-hmm. Anstey as well should be in. So that's uh, that's coming to yeah. four fifty wise. But uh, I think we have Wilson and McElrath as well, and Henry Miller and Tyler Bowers. Yeah. So there we go. Boom. 
things are going to ch- switch it up here. But let's get, let's start with 250s. The final round uh, before a long break for the 250 E-Series. Uh, let's start with an all-star. Um, I can't – Shimoda's a two. So now I would go Jet Lawrence, even though he's probably not 100%, but he would be close to it. I would go Lawrence or uh, – I guess Craig would be my pick, uh, JT. I'll start with you. Give me the jet. Yeah, out of three, right? Give me the jet. Uh, you you agree, Paul? Yeah, absolutely. I can't personally pick jet, but I agree right. with JT there. Um, I agree Craig is a good pick. Um, I think Shimoda is a good pick, too. Like, I, I, I just – well, actually, I don't, I don't know, right? Like, I think we got four clear top four guys, and that's Jet, Craig, Nichols, and Shimoda. And then after that, I think it's um, you could start having some arguments. But um, one, yeah, I think one I'm going to add in Craig. there, Paul. One thing I just want to add: um, all these guys, just make sure you have a mud team because there's a really good chance we're going to get some rain this weekend. Interesting. Yeah, it do, it does look like rain both Friday and Saturday, um, so it should be it should be interesting that it gets wet. But I mean, jet. For Jets riding again, and he's practicing. Like he, he's going to be better. I mean, he's definitely not 100 percent by no means, but he's better than he's better than fifth. Uh, yeah, and I, I love I love Jet for that very reason. I mean, the guy lived in Belgium, right? Anybody yeah, that lived in true. Belgium, you know how to ride the mud. Is this yeah. a is this is this a Florida uh, two hour or an hour long storm we're looking at, or do you think this is more than that, Dan? No, it looks like we're going to get some rain. For, for a while Friday, and then Saturday we're at 70% right now. So, I mean, JT's the weather guy. I don't want to take his job, but right. we're looking we're looking like some rain for sure. I, just, I think I, it's going to rain. I think I was just thinking when you say, like, percent of rain, which I saw also because I was looking for my mountain bike reasons, I'm like, are, are, are these people in Florida, it's every day 70% because you have those showers at 3 o'clock or whatever, right? So Yeah, but was, not, not in February. Okay, not in February. This, right. Yeah, this is a little different than that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, this is yeah. this is like a legit. This is a legit storm. You know, the showers that we get are summer showers. Okay. And like JT said, in February it's going to be, it should be, I think it's anybody. Right. So two fifty guys. Uh, keep that in mind, everybody. Keep an eye on the weather. Two fifty guys. Uh, JT Scott Meshi could be the one swing for the fences guy if you wanted to. Not you yourself, but for people who yep. are looking for a guy. Yeah, I think. Uh, there are still some guys that you could take some risks on, but it's, it's getting worse by the day. Um, and, and I looked and went through the team and said, okay, if I really decide to go for it, because I am going to have to go for it at times in the series, there's no way you can stay near the top without taking risks. And I didn't like what I saw. I really didn't. Um, most of the value, like the, the big, you know, 16s that you're just like, he's a, he's going to get in. Yeah. He's a 15, you know, like the Simonsons and those guys, all the value has been sucked out of those guys. So I think I'm going to go back and, and start to play it safer. Um, the only thing that could really throw me off that pattern is if it does pour down rain and some of these guys just look really good in the mud that I would have never considered otherwise. Maybe they could sneak onto my team. Uh, but I'm going to go back to my Moran, Carnell, Harwin type group. Um, yeah, I think Slauger is a good pick too. I can't pick him, but he's a 10. He's a, he's a main event guy, and you know he had issues, so – I yeah. would look, I Remember would, last week, you guys were making fun of me for trying to save Messi for Orlando, and then of course he ruins it. He makes the main event, drops his handicap. You know, yeah, uh, Orlando. Is, <laughs> I'm just saying. I was. I knew yeah, he was going to make I one mean, sooner or later. I hear you. I mean, he made it. Yeah. I just that when I watch him race, I don't want that on my team. I don't want. He's just so. He's exciting. I'll give him that. But man, like that's a you're you're 
odds of, of reward or failure are 50-50. I agree. What about Lorenzo Camparisi if it's muddy or either either way? You know, he, he hasn't had much luck in Mainz, but he's been getting him in there. No, Lorenzo's having some issues this week. Um, is both bikes are down. I'm trying to reach out and get him some parts and stuff. So I don't know that he's even going to make the race. Okay, but all right. If he does, uh, he's a fellow Italian. You know, my, my my home people are from Italy, so I'm trying to help him out any way I can. But uh, he, he might not even be able to race. Yeah, if you don't help him, you get fired? Is that is that where you're at? <laughs> I mean, I, mean it, I can tell you one thing. I'm only helping him if he's going to be on my team and make the man event. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fleming, I think Fleming's a good pick uh, as, if, a, if a mutter comes up. Isn't he Michigan guy? Fleming? No, he's from Florida. Florida guy. Jacksonville. Oh, okay. All right. Scratch that then. Um, well, maybe not, but uh, hometown race-ish, kind of. Um, he's, a, he's a seven, though, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's not horrible. It's just you're like – I, like I said earlier, man, so much of that value has been, been sucked out by their good results. Moran's I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Is there any way we could make Nagy like a 30? To where, like, if you pick Nagy and he finally makes it, like, you're rewarded, right? Like, or like a bonus button. Maybe Mark's to make like a bonus button. Like, you pick Nagy, you get 40 extra bonus points. Like, I feel like that he's gonna make one, right? It'd be awesome. Dan's trying to devise ways for him to get back into this series. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find ways to get points again. <laughs> Nagy's awesome. Nagy's great. I, I hope he makes it too. Oh, I hope he does. Um, all right, yeah, this one is tougher. Uh, Paul, who do you like? Give, give us four. Um, I like Carnell uh, a lot. Carnell um, was a – where is my notes here? I'm sorry, great radio. Carnell uh, is still a six, and he scored decent points last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the, what, eighth best pick on the board at 34, and his handicap didn't change based on his average and other things. So I still like Carnell. Um, I think he'll be on my team. Um, I like Grant Harlan, um, especially if it's muddy. That's an outdoor specialist type guy. I think he'll be really good in the mud. Uh, I'll, I'll look at Josh Burris. He's a two, but he is eligible for double. This is a guy that was an all-star the last couple weekends. So he had a really bad race getting 16th, but his previous three finishes to that 16th are 7, 11, 11. So I think at a two, he's someone to look at for sure. Um, I think the only high handicap I would look at, uh, I think it would be Max Sanford, maybe. But, man, again, like what JT said, I think it's super risky right now because a lot of the value has gone away from these guys. So you're risking a lot for not as much reward, right? So, like, these guys that are 11, 12, 13 are still those on-the-fringe main event guys. And if you're getting a, picking an on-the-fringe main event guy, you want him to be at 14, 15, or 16, I think. Um so I think JT was spot on when he was saying go back more to the meat of this class and look at Harlan, Carnell. Um, again, I like Varese. Um And, yeah, those will be my three, and I'm going to go Shimoda as my fourth for right now. I think you guys are missing out on Schlager, but, again, I suck this year. But uh, he would be – I can't pick him, but he would – Yeah. he's in. He's in. He's a, he's a good rider. So I'm going to go out and make a prediction that this is going to be one of the lower uh, 250 scores of the this East Coast swing. Um Instead of being, Not, you know, 160s, I think you're going to be more like 125, 130 for a good 250 team. Not for my team. I'm going to score 160. <laughs> I'm going big. You may end up with 60, Dan. Maybe, but give me Meshi, Thurman, and Shaw, and Craig. Nichols first to the finish line. 
Lock it in. I'm dialed. <laughs> Lock dialed. it in. <laughs> um, I'm do, we, do we have a John Short status update at all? Anybody? Uh, I don't his shoulder. Know, I it'll just, uh, yeah, yeah. it'll just be how much pain. Right. How much pain is in. Right, right. Um, I, don't, I don't mind John Short for sure. Uh, all right, JT, give us your four. Yeah, that's uh, that was my four. Harlan, uh, Carnell, and Jet Lawrence, and uh, Moran. All right, Paul. That could change, though. Yeah. Again, weather is going to be the primary factor in all this. Paul? Yeah, right Right now I'm Harlan, Carnell, Varese, and Shimoda. Okay. Dan, you got your four, right? Yeah, I can't decide between Shaw and, and Yargo Geertz, but between those two, <laughs> um, honestly, like, I really like Shaw and Meshi. I really think they're going to both make the man. I know it's a gamble, but – Shaw's a really good starter, and the class is getting weaker and weaker. And um, yeah, I'm going to go those those four guys that I named: Shaw, Messi, Craig, and uh, Kern Thurman. I don't know why Thurman is like in one week. And I know, there, right? But, right? but the week he made it, he was solid. He got a lot of points, so maybe this is the week. So I'm going to go with those guys for now. It's yeah. Start. Um, I like uh, if it's if it is muddy. Uh, I mean, it's a good pick anyway. Um, but uh, Moran's is in shape. And mud's really hard and gets you tired. And Moran, so Moran's a good pick if it's muddy or even if it's not. Like JT said, he's on his team. So um, I think yeah, if, I think uh, he's a good pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if it's wet, I go Thurman as well. Um, uh, first to the finish line. Do we? I think I'm going with it again. I haven't even looked at the track map, but I think I'm going. I think I have a 50 percent chance of getting it between the star guys. Maybe not, but no, not 50 percent. No. Okay. Um, you have Dan, a, Dan broke down the percentages the last couple weekends, and they, the, it, they, they, they didn't work. <laughs> I got yeah, but I mean, lucky you're still picking one and four. You're going to tell me one of those four guys that aren't going to get the whole shot, Shimoda, Craig, Nichols, or Jet. I mean, you have a 25% chance yeah. of getting it. I agree with 25%. I don't agree with 50%. Yes. No, 50% no. But All right. I had Nichols with two minutes to go, and I took them off. Good job, Mark. Um, Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, Orlando won. Uh, looking ahead to that. Thanks to Fly Racing, 100% Pro Taper, Motorsport.com, Inner West Hemp, all on board with us, and you people as well. Uh, 100% Lead Pipe Lock of the Week, Pulp 21 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. I will go Hunter Slauger. Uh I keep hammering you guys. Nobody's taking this, but he's my Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. I can't take him. He's a 10. He's in the main event. And he'd probably get like thirteenth uh, or fourteenth. So uh, that'll be my that, that, that's his career best finish. Thirteenth or fourteenth. He's gone twenty one, sixteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Okay. Yep. All right, got it. He's from El Paso. Good mud rider, I heard. Wow. Wait a minute. If, it, if it's muddy, everything changes. So I'm not. I'm just going. Oh, off. No. we're talking about mud this entire time. No, we're not. We're saying either way. We don't know if if, if it's muddy. Moran's is a good pick, I think. Uh, but that's my lead pipe block. Leave me alone. Uh, Paul, what's yours? Logan Carnell. Carno and Carne Asada is going to get me the most points. All right. Sounds good. Dan? I'm taking hometown hero, Scott Meshi. <laughs> going to get 15th. He's a 14 handicap, 52. I'm going to be, I'm going to wear a Meshi t shirt. Wow. Be good. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, JT? Hmm. I don't love anything, but I'm going to go. And uh, I'll go Carnell, I guess. Okay. All right. Do what we... kind of shock does Carnell have on his bike? Like, is a working one or not? It was freshly one, rebuilt or... after Indy 2. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so 450s for Orlando 1. I guess let's start with the guys that are coming in. McElrath a 4. Uh, Anstey's a 7. Bowers a 9. Uh, do we like or any one of those, JT, I'll start with you. Any one of those three auto picks? I don't think auto pick because I need to see McElrath ride. Okay. I've literally never seen him ride a 450. So he's going to uh, look good. He's certainly going to be, you know, a highly considered pick. Dino, you know, I don't know how, how healthy he is. I know his toe's probably not 100%. Um, so I can't auto pick him. Even at a four, I think he's a kind of 10 to 12 guy right now. So you're not, you don't have the most upside in the world, and the class just got more difficult. So, no, uh, I'm going to kind of wait and see on those guys. Bowers? Bowers, definitely. Bowers, definitely not. Anstey? No. Okay. No. Uh, what about you, Paul? Do you like any of those new guys coming in a lot? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of thrown off by the weather a little bit, I guess, but I think I think McElrath's going to be really good. Um, I, I, I think he's healed up. He's prepared. He's been riding a bit, you know, obviously not as much as he's wanted to because of the injury, but he's looked good. And he usually he historically has started his first race of his season. Granted, that's this is a different situation. He didn't make the opener, but he always comes out firing pretty good, right? So I, I want to believe and think that McElrath will be a good pick. But, but it's, man, top 14 of the 450 class is not easy either. Like, if it goes perfect, what do you see him getting? Like, eighth? So eighth would be great at a four, but I think that's if it goes perfectly. I think he'll be probably right around 12 to 16 on the first the first time. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bowers normally would be like a great pick, but we didn't see anything from him last year, I think, to, to really hammer that nine. Uh, Dan, what do you like? Yeah, so here's a question. Who do you take, Bowers or Benny? Like Benny's been racing. Like they're both nines. Who would, you, who would you take over those two? You would take Benny probably, right? Just because he's been racing and he's showed some speed? Yeah. Yep. I think right. so. Right. So, and Benny's been struggling to get, you know, 17th, 16th like that. So I think I'd have to stay away from – I'm going to stay away from those. Guys. I do agree with Paul. I think Shane's coming in a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He missed the first few races. He's riding really good. Um, I just – I don't think he, I don't think he's eighth at the first race. I mean – Guys like Joey and those guys are struggling to get top tens, and I think Joey's just maybe a little bit ahead of, of Shane. So I'd probably stay away from all the guys coming back this weekend. Uh, do we know what's up with Hartraft? Because he's an 11. And I don't, I, but it, I don't know. It's not getting any easier. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I mean, he was fine. He just didn't ride very well. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so so really, an, oh, A-Ray's out, by the way. A-Ray a has COVID, so A-Ray will not be there. Um. So okay, I I thought there'd be more uh, discussion discussion it's about tough, these guys. We, yeah, but I guess not. We kind okay. of we kind of know where they're going to finish. I mean, I still like Freeze. I think Freeze still has value. Uh, I mean, definitely had an emotional week with everybody bashing him and stuff. But I think that he still has value there. I think there's still value in Tickle. Um, you know, I think for an All Star, there's if you can pick Eli Tomac, I think you know whether there's mud or not at a three, you'd have to pick Eli. Um, you know, Kenny's a minus one. You can still pick Cooper, but if I if I can pick Eli, I'm picking him. And uh, stay away My from pick. Bogle, Dan. I would stay away from Bogle for a couple more weeks. I mean, he's going to probably get you double points, but he's not going to get. I don't think he gets twelve right now. Speed wise, he's fine. 
you know, he still he had that big crash at the first round, and he's bouncing back from it. He's going to stay in Florida for the next month or so, and I, I think he'll get better over the next few weeks. It's unfortunate because he has a lot of speed. I just I think his fitness isn't quite there yet uh, due to, you know, a couple crashes, right. off-season crashes. Uh, JT, uh, should we be worried about Chiz chising now? I don't think so. I think he'll he'll still get in the main event. Maybe he loses a couple spots because right. you know McElrath and Dino are better than him. But uh, I have him on my preliminary team right now just because I think he's a safe placeholder. Uh, JT Chisholm or Bloss, both of them, both of them a nine. Chiz Chiz is much more reliable. Um, Benny's okay. Benny's top end a little higher, but you're I, I think there's more risk there than I'm <laughs> wanting to take. I mean, if it rains, you gotta um, look at Ansi, right? Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. To me, yes. I mean, first Supercross, but I mean, the guy literally does rain dances every day. Well, not first. Not not first Supercross ever, obviously. You know, first first 450 Supercross. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I agree as long as he's in the main event, but um, on a mud race and qualifying and all these different things, like I would love if you tell me for sure he's in the main event, I pick him all day, but. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, AP, somebody look at it as zero. I know not a ton of value, but if it rains, again, another person that's really good in the rain is, is AP. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's full mud. I, that changes everything. Yeah. 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 I also like um, he's he's eligible for double now again, as I like Zach Osborne, but, man, his results haven't, haven't you know, been as good as I think we know they can be. I'm hoping it's still coming, but at a minus one, you can still get double. And especially if it's muddy, I like Osborne a lot because I think he'll be in the main event for sure. And if it's muddy, I, that could be a race that he ends up on the podium. Yeah, these are these are really tough picks. You know, you you think that these guys coming back are are shoe ins, but they're really not. And for all the reasons, I mean, Justin Hill. Do we know Justin Hill? Anybody? Is he alive? Da- Dallas is the plan, from okay. my understanding. JT, I got a question um, for you. In, in your position, JT, is this a weekend that you could consider multiple All Stars? Like, not for to me. To guarantee, no. not for you. Okay. No, I don't think. I, so. I think. I think. If I'm in your, if I'm in the top ten position for me, um, people maybe that are new to the game, I think you could guarantee yourself twenty six points with guys like Eli and, and a few other guys, maybe AC, twenty three, twenty three to twenty six. And I don't know, I mean, how many points is somebody like Chiz going to really get? You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. taking way more of a risk, I think. That's all. I think this is a weekend where the handicaps are really tight. With a lot of new guys coming back in, it could be hard. These this handicap committers can suck it because this is not not easy. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, what's what's Chiz, Chiz not beating Dino and Shane, you know? So that puts right. him back to 15. Chiz is a 9. Right, that puts Chiz him back to 16. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I think a lot of the points are going to be 28 to, to 30s, 32s, right. a lot of those guys. So if you're if you're looking to just, okay, I want to have a solid week and I'm trying to get points, maybe multiple All-Stars this week isn't a bad idea. Yeah, I think what Dan says is I think what Dan says is kind of accurate because I'd be willing to bet that we do not see a single double-digit handicap in the 450 main event this weekend. I think in yeah, that's a what, nine is the that's highest. That's what I mean. Healthy. Like, yeah. I mean, Hartrap would be the only one that I consider maybe he makes it. You know, he gets a good start and he makes it. He would be the only one that I would think is a double-digit handicap in the fourth game. I agree on yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, geez, yeah, it's tough. Uh, all right. Henry Miller. Oh, just no. Just FYI. No. Oh, I'm oh, just no. saying. Yeah. I'm just like saying. I said. He's, he's, he's on the entry list. He's <laughs> number 70. Right. And he's a 14. 
Um, and he's he's probably good in mud too. All right, JT, what's your four? Right now it's uh, Osborne, Wilson, Chiz, and Barsha. But I'm just going to tell you on the front end, there's a very small chance that's what my team ends up being. Uh, all right, uh, Paul. Yeah, I, I have the same exactly. I have uh, Wilson, Osborne, Chisholm, and then I have Cooper Webb as my all-star. Just because you can't pick Tomac, right? I cannot. Yeah, I wish I could, but right. I can't. Yeah, and then I, I mean, I think also be careful of your all-stars. You have Marvin, who has 94 points, and then Malcolm is in seventh with 95. Ferrandis has 96, and Barsha has 96. So again, back to what I was saying about Oldenburg, be careful of those guys because if they have a bad weekend, they could potentially fall out of the top eight, and then you can't pick them at Orlando too. So I, I went, give me. Oh, go ahead, Dan. Barsha had a six in the mud. Give me that and just break my phone off like all day. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yep. Um, I went into this thinking that for sure, for sure, uh, Osborne would be a pick. But man, the more I'm looking at minus one. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. That would only that would only pay off two of his last four races. Right, he's gone right. 10, 10, 7, 5, 9. So yeah, yeah. I'm uh, hoping that this Orlando dirt, because it's you know going to be very similar to what he rides on every day. And, and I understand a lot of those guys ride on similar dirt, but you know I'm hoping that'll give him a little boost. Yep, uh, Dan. Yeah, I got Tomac. I have Osborne. That could change. I could swing a little bit. You know, I just I don't know that there's anybody that I can swing for in this class with these guys coming back. But I have Osborne, Tomac, Wilson, and Freeze. I skipped on Freeze last week, so I have him out of seven. I still think there's a little value there, um, but not a ton of value. I don't think he's going to get like a tenth or eleventh, you know? Right. Um, but I do think there's a little bit of value there. But yeah, I mean, I could look at Hart Raff. I could look at Ansi if it's muddy. Uh, but yeah, remember those guys have a Kickstarter still. Mud race. Yeah, it could play a part. The only ones with a Kickstarter. Yeah. Could be an issue. Uh, all right, 100% Lead Pipe Lock of the Week, Pulp 21 at checkout to save with casual apparel and accessories from 100%.com. Dan, what's your Lead Pipe Lock? I'm going to go with uh, Zach Osborne. All right. Uh, Paul? Um, I wish I had talked to Dino before this, but I didn't. Um, I'll, go, uh, I'll, go, I'll go Chisholm. All right, I'll go Dean. Uh, JT? I'm going to go off the off the board and go Justin Barsha. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, you can do that. Um, all right. Sounds good. Well, next week we've got the 250 West Series to talk about. That's exciting. So there'll be, yep. yeah. there'll be lots, of, lots to break into with that. Um, so the, pa- winner of Orla- the winner of Orlando will get a Cooper Webb jersey. Nice. Good job. So, uh, thanks for coming hey, and those guys. Yep. Uh, do you want to just give a, a small update on, on prizes and stuff? I've been, I've been yep. getting some emails and questions. Yep. So all the prizes for the first, uh, you know, first, obviously we're at these races and stuff. So all the first six rounds all went out. Everybody got emailed a tracking number. Um, so everybody expect your prizes soon. Uh, they all shipped out, you know, for the first six rounds. So uh, you guys should have them soon. I know that we got some emails and questions, but um, we can't ship prizes when we're at the races. So. There's a couple I still need to do, so um, there's a couple prizes that are my responsibility that are still lacking. I'll get to those shortly, though. But, but yeah, no, we appreciate everyone's patience and, you know, appreciate all the riders that gave us jerseys and, and stuff. Um, it was pretty cool. Zacho gave us actually his full set of gear that went out to the first round's winner, so he got pants and a jersey. So that was pretty cool. Zach and, you know, all the guys that have been giving us gear and stuff, we appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. And anytime you talk to these guys, Dan, they're always down. They're always cool for it. 
Like never. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but there was one rider who said no. Oh, um, okay. I tried to give his stuff away, and uh, he said, how about a pair of goggles and a number plate? And I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, Well, it's awesome yeah. that, that, for the most part, these guys uh, do it. Yeah, so. for the most part, the guys are cool. And, I mean, we try to do it. Obviously, Fly's a huge sponsor that, you know, of us and supporter. But, I mean, we try to do it for the other riders, too. I mean, so it's not, you know, we, we try to support all the Fly guys, too. But, you know, it's nice to give, yeah. you know, Cooper and these guys to give us gear. And, you know, most of these guys don't give away jerseys, you know, race jerseys and stuff. So it's cool, you know, yeah. AP and all these guys are, are supporting for it but right yeah there are the there are the few that are just like uh nope <laughs> and i'm like all right cool man yeah. see you later right, well, <laughs> those, those are probably the riders that had some random user tell them something shitty on social media yeah yeah maybe yeah it is what it is man it's, it's their stuff i i i get it but i think whatever. uh i think so. we should do a reed jersey still i think people will still be down for that so uh dig one up dan get get some get some old what reed. if I, maybe i get it from his his race oh his uh his car race yeah <laughs> Yeah, give, yeah, yeah. Give, that away, one. give away a, a, dri- a driving suit. Um, I was th- I was talking about a Supercross, but oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, then that's even better. <laughs> get, get one from that. Um, or, or maybe a Pace Reed one or something. <laughs> hey, Pace Pace is racing Orlando and Kaya. They're both racing Orlando. Oh, so. there we go. Perfect. Get one of those. Um, Reed, Reed and Bur- Reed and Burner are racing each other in the Stasic race for the first uh, time in a long time. It should be uh, it should be exciting. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Will they make eye contact? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, don't, uh, do not do not talk to Wygant about how, any tips for that Stasic race. Do not. So <laughs> no, uh, no. If it, if it rains, it's all out the window. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's next week. It's next week. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, perfect. Uh, thank you for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy, uh, JT Parabinos and Dan Truman. Thanks, boys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. See you later. later.